Hello world, I'm Tomasino. This is Solarpunk Prompts, a series for writers where we discuss solarpunk, what Earth.org describes as an unapologetically optimistic vision of the future that imagines a radically different societal and economic structure in harmony with nature. In this series, we spent each episode exploring a single solarpunk story prompt, adding some commentary, some inspirations, and some considerations. Most importantly, we consider how that story might help us to better envision a sustainable future. If this is your first time here, I'd recommend checking out our introduction episode first, where we talk about what solarpunk is, why you should care, and why this series came into being. Today's prompt is The Chefs. A group of cooks, dietitians, and teachers are tasked with both creating and promoting well-rounded and tasty vegetarian cuisine in a world living through the culture shock of no affordable meat. As authors, this prompt offers us a number of opportunities to bring societal questions to the forefront. We can discuss the sustainability of animal farming, or we could bring up the ethical questions of animal-based diets. And we're uniquely slated to show several sides of the issues through a story of hopeful future dealing with a difficult situation. But before we dive into any of that, we need to address the fact that this prompt simply doesn't work for some cultures. As Greenpeace points out, plant-based eating is deeply rooted in three of the prominent religions practiced in India, Hinduism, Jainism, and Buddhism. All of these religions believe in the concept of ahimsa, which means kindness and nonviolence toward all living things. And we may see similar practices in other areas to varying degrees, such as Israel's highest rate of veganism in the world. The conflict in this story necessitates a community that has used meat-based diets in the past. If we shortcut the story by introducing roti or chana masala, we lose our chance to have a real message. Let's talk about one of the key messages as it applies to solar punk. Sustainability. This is one of the core tenets of the solar punk movement, that we humans will come into balance with our environment. That means we need to find some sustainable way to feed ourselves and ensure it doesn't damage our planet in other ways. Meat is a problem in that regard, and getting worse. According to OurWorldInData.org, global demand for meat is projected to rise 50% between 2013 and 2050. The first response people will jump to is, just stop. Everyone, go vegetarian and stop the animal farming. But is that path forward universally sustainable around the world? Mixed systems in low- and middle-income countries where animal production is fully linked with crop production can actually be more environmentally sustainable, says Anne Notenbart from the Alliance of Biodiversity International and International Center for Tropical Agriculture. In sub-Saharan Africa, manure is a nutrient resource which maintains soil health and crop productivity. While in Europe, huge amounts of manure made available through industrialized livestock production are over-fertilizing agricultural land and causing environmental problems. Similarly, in climates like here in Iceland, where farmland is incapable of growing much human-edible produce, 
It has been historically more sustainable to farm livestock off the tough grasses and live off the food they provide. I should note here, as in many places around the world, that provided food is more than just the meat. Iceland skier, a thick, tart yogurt, is a prime example. In many cultures and cuisines around the world, it could be the use of skins or, or fat. Duck fat in Southeast Asia is a big deal. Even with that consideration, though, the Food and Agricultural Organization of the United Nations still estimates that we may need 70% more animal products by 2050 to feed the world. However, current animal systems are inadequate in supplying that increasing demand. Whether the farming is sustainable or not, it simply won't be enough to feed us all. And sustainability isn't the only concern. Meat production has other indirect consequences on human health. There are many studies that show a link between animal antibiotic use and drug-resistant bacteria. Several Nordic countries limited the use of non-medical antibiotics back in the 80s. And in 2006, the EU banned antibiotics for growth purposes in animals. But abundant antibiotic use in farming continues in many places around the globe. But what are the alternatives? Clearly, giving up meat and eating plant-based diets is a possibility. According to ResearchGate, 22% of the world identifies as vegetarian. But the vast majority of that number are vegetarian by necessity, either through health-related reasons, religion, or lack of access to meat. The percentage of vegetarians who follow the diet entirely by choice is only 1% of the global population. It's doable, but not a lot of people want to give up meat completely. What other options are available? Well, we're seeing a rising tide of plant-based meat substitutes. Also, these products require between 50 to 80% less land and water to produce and require no antibiotics. While some embrace this new meat alternative, others stubbornly hold out. In the United States, for instance, the adoption of plant-based meat products has been painfully slow. But as of 2021, 71% of the U.S. adults have reported trying it at least once. And prices continue to drop as production develops. Taste improvements continue as well, which will sway more people over time. There is another option on the near horizon, though. Cell-based meat. Cellular agriculture is just emerging, but it offers the ability to generate real meat cultures without the animals, and in sterile environments. Unlike plant-based meats, cell-based meats can have the exact same qualities as an animal meat. Smell, taste, composition, all the way down to the cellular level. It also offers unique paths to creation using cell cultures instead of farming that would lead to massive reductions in land use, water, energy, and emissions. Well, that's a lot of angles to consider for your own story. What is the state of food production in the world as your first scene begins? A meat shortage is about to strike your solar punk community. How will they fare? One of my favorite parts of this prompt is a sly single word that's hanging out in there, which you may have missed. The cooks are tasked with both creating and promoting that cuisine. And this is an aspect of solar punk that we've never explored before in this series. What place does marketing have in the future? We know that Solarpunk is opposed to the global capitalistic world structure that we live in today, but is that the only role of marketing? 
What about selling things to the public? How do you frame the situation to help get people on board? Our chefs not only need to create a healthy, sustainable meal, but they need to help the community adopt it, even if they might not want to. Is that too vague? Let's do the writer thing and inject some tension by upping the stakes. How do your chefs calm the society, which is ready to burn down their government because they can't afford meat? The staple of most cuisines and the most elemental sign of wealth worldwide. How do they make it not seem forced, which may further agitate the crowd? How do they communicate? Is it all together? Is it a collective effort or collaborative one? Which experts will say what? Does the idea of an angry society intimidate you in a solar punk story? Shouldn't they be peaceful as a community? Shouldn't they accept living in harmony with their environment? Perhaps. Or perhaps that assumes that they are the protagonists. If the cooks, dietitians, and teachers are the protagonists, then they are the ones demonstrating the path to that better future instead. Can they influence their society? Can they help them see the better future so they can attain it? Did this prompt get a little bit meta? While we're discussing the role that aggressive communities can play in Solarpunk, we should also consider joy. Do our protagonists need to be happy about being shills for Solarpunk? Sure, they may be working together and achieving some impressive goals, but that doesn't mean they have to like it. Yes, there might be glowing and beaming vegans radiating the I was prepared for this vibe, but the food scientist or the celebrity promoting the movement might hate it as much as everyone else. Internal dramas, that could cover a whole book on its own. With a number of points of view on these topics, your characters have plenty of room to shout at one another. They have ample opportunity to deal with hardship, too. Recall our second guideline for Solarpunk. Infrastructure is sexy, but there are no simple solutions. Converting a society into vegetarians has no simple solutions. It will take grit, determination, and compromise. It can be an incredibly realistic portrayal of the kinds of community discussions we're having today in the activist movements. Let the tempers flare. Let passion speak. Just remember to orient them toward that better future that they are creating. That you are creating. Until next time, I'm Tomasino. I hope you'll join me for the next Solarpunk Prompt. The music in this recording is In Loving Memory. From Global Patterns Compilation, Solarpunk, A Brighter Perspective.